show's so good, we won't blame you if you can't pick a favorite. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My guest is social worker and founder of Community Plowback Movement in the Western Cape, and the South African National Association of Social Workers have just honored her for her long service legacy contribution and footprint, and she got an amazing trophy. Dr. Novulam Tetra, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you very much, Sedo. Congratulations. Thank you ever so much, yeah. <laughs> Where did you put the trophy? It looks like a big one. It is a big one. I change it every night. <laughs> I change positions every night. <laughs> so it's been to your bedroom, it's been to your yeah, lounge, it's been lounge, everywhere. Yeah, to the children's rooms, yeah, to grandchildren's rooms, yeah. Mm, mm. Ma, and I'm going to call you Ma for, yes. for the problem. Please, Even if better, I'm... still call me Ma Kuz. Ma Kuz. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, oh, let's go back to mm. why you studied social work. I mean, let's talk a bit about your mother because I think some of the strength and your attitude you got from Umama Winifred's Gornau. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Uh, Shadow, I was born and bred in Langa, in a cop. Mm-hmm. I guess a cop now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I grew up at a time eight years ago when. Apartheid was at its worst mm-hmm. in our South African situation. Mm-hmm. And for me, I want to say all those people who lived during those times, all of them, including myself, are heroes. Yes. Because everything was stacked against success mm-hmm. of what they called. I mean, they called us by a number of different names. They called us black people. They called us Afros or whatever. Yeah. And this was during the time when whites were still called Europeans. <laughs> and uh, as I say, everything was sexy. But I had this strong-willed mother who was an activist. Mm. Yeah, she was in the in, in ANC. She was in the Communist Party. She was. She's just one of those people who you know who almost led everything. She was in the church, Mama Omanyan, and mm-hmm. so on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this whole thing of helping to people helping people to help themselves mm. and, and, and being passionate about getting the best out of people comes out of her work. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, today, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that and she's one of those unsung heroes. Well, that's why I wanted us to talk about mm. her, you mm. know, because mm. your strength and your, you, you, the, the work that you do mm. is very evident that, you know, you, you must have gotten it from somewhere. You know, you, you were fed this, 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 this strength that you have. Mm. So, so I know that she got arrested at some point. Yes, yes. This was at a time way back in the 40s. I think I was about 12 or 13 years ago. And it was a time when the government was introducing liquor into the areas. And the reason was that it was, they called them beer halls mm. at the time, mm. yeah. And they said they were making it easy for black people to get liquor mm. rather than having, you know, those days black people were not allowed to go and buy at a liquor store and so on. And my mother and others during the time, oh, Mamo Enisilinga, oh, Doratamane from the Western Cape and others, oh, Tatungwevela, Tatuluana, were a group who were fighting against this. And in fact, saying even at that time, there are other things that we ask for that you don't give us. This we never ask for it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, it's very funny, I was 12 or 13 years then, 
they had they used to have a meetings, you know, Pawalanga, there's a place called Esquerin, like in the Bunga Avenue, you know, okay? mm-hmm. yeah, when you go to that, yeah. There they used to be meetings, political meetings there every month and so on. And the leaders in the West of times, they used to, they know, knew they would be arrested, but they used to go and educate Abantu up. And they had one of these meetings, and the people were saying they're going to send a memorandum to the council. And people went home early, as my mother was, also spoke there and so on. But the, 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 the community was so angry that from the meeting they didn't go home, they went in and bent down the beer halls. Mm. But now the police went and arrested the leaders. And they said they were the people who incited, and that, yeah, that was for incitement. And your mother was one of those one leaders of them, yes. that were that yeah, were arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, you are left at home with with, 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 with two younger brothers and my father at that early age. And you know, at that time, he, 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 women, like girls, had to do what their mothers used to do. Yes. So I ended up being the mother in that house at mm. that age. Yeah. Mm. And then when did you decide to go and study and leave right. the Western Cape? All right. Then I did my JC. I couldn't go to, uh, oh yeah, interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> when we had to take subjects during that time, it was a time when it was said, science is too, is too difficult for black people. <laughs> so we had to go and do what they call social sciences and so on. So I didn't have science. I didn't have mathematics. I didn't, yeah, yeah. But uh, then I went to do the teacher's course at, at, um, in Hilltown, mm-hmm. outside Fort Beaufort. And when I came back there, I qualified with my qualification as a teacher, I couldn't get a post in Cape Town because of my mother. Hmm. Yeah, we were activists there. So at that time, my mother was very clever, and she decided, no, you'll go and do social work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when I went to do social work at the then School of Social, John Hofmeyer School of Social Work in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. which was started by an American so, uh, uh, a social worker. Mm. Okay. So so you, you, you get your social work degree, mm. and you what? You stay and yeah, work? No. In- after finishing after three years, I came back home. But at that time, this was way back in 1961, there was no position in the Western Cape for a black and to make it worse, woman social worker. So I had to leave. My parents were aging at the time, and I got a post in Port Elizabeth. As a social worker? As a social worker, yes. And I worked at the child, uh, uh, Port Elizabeth Child Welfare Society. But because I think the first social workers were white social workers, and they were called ladies. So I will also, yes. So you became part of the ladies I, by I profession. I part of the ladies. <laughs> by profession. A-P-E, yeah. A-P-E. Yeah. And how long did you stay there, Ma? I stayed for uh, 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 just over a year. Mm-hmm. Because, and during that year, my mother passed away in March. I'd left in January to go and work there. My mother passed away in March, the strong person of the land. And I came, went back to PE, and I thought I was going to work out and bring my father to PE. In December, the same year, my father passed away. Wow. So 1961 was the worst year for me. I, I, I remember very little about what happened then. Yeah. Mm. So in 62, fortunately, uh, 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 another very sociable 
Mfundis here, uh, uh, the late Reverend Kabazi, he was part of a committee they called it the Nyanga Welfare Center Committee, and they had built a community center in Nyanga, in Nyanga, yeah? mm-hmm. and then I same came back and I worked there as the senior social worker there. Were the issues any different from what we're dealing with now, Dr. Mteta? Yeah. I mean, you speak and we talk about your mother who was against the beer hall. Mm, mm. And we today you started an organization called Community Plowback Movement. But some of the issues you are dealing with are exactly the that, same. That, that's what makes one very sore. That's what makes one very sore. They're different. And now it's not beer hall because then... The, the, the men were supposed to buy beer, you know, the, 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 it's called traditional beer, which is done mm-hmm. But now they're buying stronger things. And one of the things, and I think it came out in the article, I must take this opportunity to say it again, is that one of the things that's worrying me, it is the abuse of liquor in the African communities, not only generally, but especially at traditional functions. Mm. You know, I mean, in the olden days, you know, we've got, I don't want to say, initiation ceremonies for boys and so on. In the olden days, when the boys come out, the the other people would buy gifts for those girls, a pair of shoes and so on. But no, not today. How many cases of that? That is a very sore point for me. In fact, the more you can drink is the more successful the the night has been. Absolutely. I have a a, a situation in my, when the initiation ceremony of my own son was done a few years ago, where one person, so much liquor, that one man died, literally died of over, yeah, that same night. So, Ma, the reason I wanted to talk to you after reading about you was, you know, Hopefully, you know, you've, because you've been in the business of social work mm. for so long, mm. there's certain things we can learn from you. How to bring communities together, mm. to work together, which we need a lot of today. Um, and what we can learn from your programs that you run in your community plowback movement. Mm. How is it formed, your movement? I'm so glad you mentioned that. When I went and then after working with social work in the Western Cape, I got a, a, a scholarship to go to the UK, okay. the University of Manchester, mm-hmm. to do a master's in adult education and community development. Because after social work, I did another course at, the, at UCT. They were the first one to offer a diploma in adult education and community education. Yeah. And then from there, I got a scholarship and I went to... Then when I came back now from Manchester, I think I was too big for Cape Town now, a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> So I had to go to the way all black people are supposed to go into the, what do they call them at the time, Transkai, what do they call them, homelands. Yeah, homelands yeah. Yeah. I had to go to the homelands and I went to the University of Transkai, where I planned to go for two years, but I ended staying 15 years. And it was, I'll tell you more about it later. But Marcus, hold on, hold on for me, hold on for me. We want to take a little break and we'll come back and, and, and start and, and talk to you again. All right, yeah, sure. Thank you. Something has come naturally to SAFM, SAFM. like being SA's news and information leader. leader. SAFM, 104 to 107. My guest is Dr. Nom Vulam a social worker and founder of Community Plowback Movement. Uh, Ma, we're talking about you. You've just come back yeah, from come Edinburgh. Back from the Eastern Cape. Oh, you uh, come back from the Eastern, Eastern Cape, Cape now. now. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
then I, I felt that stint, that 15-year stint at the Universal Trans Guy, where I started a diploma in adult education and community development, yeah. Then when I come back from there, I find, like you said, that the problems that were worked on are even worse. Mm. So I got together some 20 or so uh, uh, people who had done it, who had succeeded professionally and academically, and said, people, we need to do something on our own. The experience that we have amassed over the in the different fields, others were social workers, others were uh, lawyers, and so on. What can we do to assist our communities? And that's how, that's how Community Blauberg was, was formed. Mm. And uh, I said, let us not call it an organization. Let us call it a movement. Because my vision is that those of us who have come out of this treacherous time and so on, but we're able to make it academically, professionally, mm. in small business. What can we do on our own to assist our communities? And that's where we started. You know, you even inspired young people like Brenda Farsi to, yeah. to, to go into the yeah. career that yeah. she did. Mm. And, and you, you, you know, by you just bringing all these women together. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. Mm. Mm. Times were so hard yeah. then yeah. in the 60s. Yeah. But what was it that we spoke, that our parents told us about that, uh, kept us wanting to better ourselves as opposed to today? Was there a different language, Mark, that was being used? Because times are easy now, but, yes, we, but we're not producing as many. I think one of the things that came up during that times is that firstly, I know you're going to hate me for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hate you for anything. For anything, all right, yeah. Our mothers were at home. Mm-hmm. And when you came back at, from school, she was there to monitor you and so on. And there was that Ubuntu. There was that Ubuntu. You were not living for yourself. You were not living for instance. I remember my uh, 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 family opposite where I was. Uh, 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 I grew up. Utatawa Kona was working in a factory. And they, they used to bring back, you know, broken plates and so on. She would get this. And then some of that she would give over to our family too. Mm-hmm. My father used to work as a driver in a, in, a, in a meat suppliers, and she used to come back with a lot of meat and so on. Mm-hmm. We used to divide this amongst you know, families around us. And this was in the township, Cayenne and so on. So they were, I think we've lost Ubuntu. We're looking after ourselves. It's me, 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 not us. So my community, the sense of community is what we're talking yeah, about, where, exactly. where, where everybody was your mother. Yes, exactly. And everybody was your aunt. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, was, it, it, it depended on the age yes. more than anything else. Yes. Uh, do you see that coming back through your community plowback movement? We are trying, and that's why I call it a movement. If you could have these pockets, I mean, this one at the moment, is in around Langa, Gugulete, and Nyanga. I mean, but there are many. There's Worcester, there's Pal, there's Stellenbosch, and only in the Western Cape. If you could have these little movements, like somebody said, the late, um, uh, what's his name, Alexander, Neville Alexander, you say, if only you could have these little fires all around, mm. and one day this big fire come together. So we need to have a movement which is saying, let's go back to basics. We've realized that the way that we've been going is not lending us anywhere. 
So your community has gone back to basics. I see you, you've got community gardens oh, now. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, what, else, what else do you offer? Other things that you offer, the community gardens, also women, you know, because all the, another thing, when people talk about skills, I get very worried. I know people have been have to be taught new skills, but I also argue that there are skills that people already have mm. that can be used. Mm. I mean, the skill of, of, of singing, eh? mm. the skill of dancing. Mm. People don't, I mean, I, I, I sat in, 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 in committees where people would say, but where, do, where, did they, where, where did they learn that? What school, what university do they go to? Some of the people don't need to go to university to, go and to be able to dance. Huh? So how do we elevate those people, in, in, the, the things that they can do, those skills, okay. into careers? Yes, now? exactly. I mean, we're talking at a very exciting time now, when this morning, as you saw, this whole thing about SAPC going to give 90% mm-hmm. of time to, mm-hmm. you know, to locals and so on. Mm-hmm. There is going to be an opening out there. I mean, the more people organize them into groups, you know, and, 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 and find people who can help them. I mean, this was one of the vision of Community Plowback because it was started by professionals, firstly, who've got the experience. I mean, as I said, there were doctors, nurses, mm. teachers, and so on, who are saying, what can we do? How can we help our communities with the experience that we have and so on? And I think we need to, all of us who have gone through schooling and have been uh, uh, made it academic, we need to look into our communities and see how can we help. Because one of the things which I like about social work, that we believe everybody, everybody possesses the means to be able to look after himself and himself, if only those people are supported. And the principle of social work is helping people to help themselves. Themselves. Now, you know, talking about skills, mm. uh, dancing, and but there's also hand skills. Yes, exactly. People That's create a, things with their hands. Mm-hmm. That's our. Yeah, we've got four programs. The one is the is the performing arts. You know, the arts and culture where we are proposed promoting uh, local people. Have I've been criticized? You know, at one time I've been the chairperson of Artscape for so many years and so on. And some people are saying I'm a, I'm against. I'm anti ballet or philharmonic orchestra. I, I'm not. But I'm saying, let us also extend, let us be inclusive, you know, yeah. Uh, I think Marlene Leroux heard you now, because I think she's going that direction. We are working together. Oh, in wonderful. In fact, we're working together. For the first time, we had John Carney on, oh, on, on this thing, eh? You know, John Carney, with all his, his, his years, and this thing, over 50 years, he's never performed at Ascape. Wow. Because at Ascape, at one point, there was a time when we had black people were debarred to go in there. As a little girl, and it, it's very interesting, some of the people in, in the Western Cape were born here don't know where Artscape is. <laughs> yeah, and I've discovered that. So yeah. A lot of people don't haven't even been to Robin Island Absolutely. or Table Mountain. Absolutely. Yeah. They've been to Musenberg. Everyone's like, they'll go there every January and December. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Wei, um, we, we've run out of time, right, but yes. I want, I really want to continue having these conversations with you because I think you, you would inspire a lot of us. All right. How do people get hold of you? Because okay. I know after this, people are going to say, we'd like to bring her in to do this, that, and yes, the yes, other. Yes, 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 yeah. How, is, do you, do you have a website I of the movement? I don't have a website, but I, am on the internet, yes. Are you on the internet? Yes. How do you remember all these things at your age? Come on. <laughs> 
the perfumist is the mind. It's amazing. The mind is still very alert. It's the body. The body is beginning to give in. You know, yeah, I'm all like. No, a, but you're dancing a lot, so that should keep it, yeah, keep I'm you for a while. To, keep you for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your 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 internet is nr nr dot mtetwa at gmail dot com. Nr mtetwa. Oh, yes. Mtetwa is MTH, no? No, 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 not with the issues, yes, yeah. Oh, it's mtetwa. Mtetwa, eh. Mkosa, mtetwa. Okay. Nr mtetwa at com. Yeah. I wish you all the strength. But before you go, please, Doc, I'm asking for people to help us, especially in three different things now. We want to encourage for us to raise our own funds and so on. And later on in October, we're going to have a gala dinner. We are looking for corporates and so on who can adopt the organization. I'll get everyone to email you, ma'am. Thank you so very much. All right, then. And enjoy your trophy again. All right. Thank you very much. (laughs) Nice talking to you. Okay. Bye-bye, ma'am. Bye. Bye.